Hey everyone and welcome to Holy Spirit Soapbox. I'm your host Dan. Man, you are so great to us, seriously. Thank you all for your feedback. Thank you all for um, letting us know prayers and how this has blessed you. Um, All the glory to God, right? He's given us this platform to talk to you all, all across the globe, and it's been so fun to hear your stories. It's been so fun to hear uh, how this has blessed you, how he has blessed you through the Holy Spirit and through this podcast. So thank you. Thank you so much. Also, don't forget to subscribe to us on HolySpiritSoapbox.com as well as on different podcast platforms, Amazon, Spotify, uh, Google. We're also on Instagram and Twitter, so Check us out there as well, where we post some verses and some funny things like memes uh, that are all Christian-based and all Christ-centered. Today, I want to talk about satisfaction. Are you satisfied? That's a question I'm going to start with. Um, We also have other questions at the end, but... Honestly, this is something that I feel has been on my heart to talk about for a long time. Now, when I say on my heart, meaning the Holy Spirit talking to me to tell the world about this new term that was coined by him. This term is called Godalelogram. What? Wait, what are you saying, Dan? What did you say? Godalelogram. Okay. Interesting word, but... We're going to get into it. We're going to get a better understanding of what the Holy Spirit and what God wants to get across in this because this is something that affects probably everybody in some way, right? There's a constant battle. And I've heard this quote before. I don't don't know who said it, but when you wake up in the morning, there is a battle of who you want to serve today, the one true God or basically everything else or everything you make your idol. Okay, so that is what today's episode is called, God Allelogram. So let's jump right into that. I'm going to start by being reminiscent, okay? At about a year and a half old, our son had developed this hilarious character, like this personality is so unique, right? And it was amazing to see. It really was. And it's continued to grow from there. But it was funny because like, He understood that if he does certain things, he will make us laugh and we'd be happier in that moment, right? He'd do something silly and we'd crack up at it. So he'd do it more or he'd do it randomly or say something, you know, it it was, it was awesome. It's so sweet of him. But then the same way that he figured out that he can make us happy and laugh, uh, he found out that he can make us annoyed and angry, especially if he didn't get his way. And for the life of me, I don't remember ever teaching him how to do either one of those, especially when he made us annoyed and angry. I didn't do it. My wife didn't do it. I don't know where he learned from. Maybe the dog. I don't know. But he wanted what he wanted in that moment, no matter the consequences and no matter the repercussions. So countless times when that would happen, we would get angry. We would get annoyed and we would have to you know, let him know how we feel, right? Because hopefully he can have a little empathy. I know we're talking to a a year and a half old child, but still, you know, we try to set the foundation for him. And it's unfortunate, but, you know, at the same time, understanding how human he is sort of kind of lessens the blow to our annoyance and anger because we have to step back. 
And we really have to realize in ourselves how much we do the same thing every single day with each other, right? As I mentioned before, we've heard the phrase, the heart wants what it wants, right? When dealing with things like separation from a spouse or buying material things or making drastic changes to get away from a current situation that might actually be good for them. But is it actually right to think that way? Is that statement an accurate statement? Well, we should probably look at that uh, nice little book that we have, you know, whether it's on our phone or actually paperback or hardcover, the Bible. The Bible is a great place to look because it literally has all the answers to everything that we need. And if you look in that Bible, <laughs> being a little sarcastic today, I'm sorry. Um, when talking about the state of the people of Judah, Jeremiah the prophet, within the book of Jeremiah, explains that, and I quote him, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? That's Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. Wow. That is quite the opposite of that old adage we've been referring to all episode that we use to comfort unjustified actions against others. Hmm. He goes on to say in the very next verse that if we let him, God, the Lord examines all of this and he will reward us according to the state of our heart if we may try to repent and change that ideology that our heart knows what it wants. But what does this all mean? If I may, I would like to use another adage in here and refer to it. Let me reminisce again. Thinking back, right, when our son was learning about his shapes, we'd smile, kind of giggle. It's kind of mean to say, but it's true. Uh, we'd see him put the wrong shapes in the wrong hole. So, like, we see, like, a star go in the Pentagon hole or... You guess it, here comes the adage, the square peg into the round hole. And we all know this won't fit, and he gets frustrated and just throws the shape. Blames the shape for it. Blames the hole for it. it, it knocks everything over. And we're kind of like, wow, okay, what's going on, man? Like, why, <laughs> why are you so angry? But my wife and I just kind of sit and laugh, and we're just like, hey, don't get mad. Don't get frustrated. Everything will work out once you understand the concept. And then we sat and looked at each other and we were both like, yeah, he's really mad at the dissatisfaction of making this work. And then we really looked at each other and like, wow, we now know through Jeremiah that our heart is deceitful and we're all trying to fit the wrong peg into a godalelogram size hole. There it is. There's the term. That's what I want to, that's what God wanted to say to everybody. And I wanted to say, I was looking forward to saying that term because it's so fun to say. God allow a gram size hole and we have the wrong pegs. What are you talking about, Dan? We consistently make ourselves rely on stuff, money, clothes, cars, other people, whatever, to change our lives. And I admit it. I find myself looking towards, you know, working out or hiking or watching some TV to try and run away from issues of the day or the week. Never satisfies me, though. It's never satisfied me completely. 
you know, others do things like retail therapy. I've heard of this whole concept of trips after, you know, work or after a tough week where you use the money, that hard-earned money that you've earned to buy things for yourself. And some of this stuff is not inherently bad, right? They were created by God for us to enjoy. But bold this, when we start to use these things to change the feeling of dissatisfaction, we start to slide down a slippery slope of anguish. Let's go back to the Bible. In Timothy, he states this, but godliness actually is a means of great gain when accompanied by contentment, for we have brought nothing into the world, so we cannot take anything out of it either. If we have food and covering, with these we shall be content. 1 Timothy 6, 6-8 through Learning to be content and resting in Jesus, knowing we have everything we need right now and more, should give us the feeling of satisfaction and contentment. We will never be forsaken by God. He said this over and over and over and over again in the Bible, like many verses. Isn't that enough for us? Isn't it enough for us to enjoy the things we have right now at this very moment? That, here we go, got a lillogram sized hole. It's such an awesome, that's an awesome word. The got a hole is the only shape we need and we cannot see, touch, feel, or hear, but we try to fill that hole with things that just won't fit. And we all do it, right? We all do it. Well, I need a new car. Your car works just fine. I want the better one. I mean, I don't mean to pick on people because I do the same thing, right? I say the same thing. There are times I don't feel satisfied enough because I might be looking over the fence at my neighbor's yard. Wow, that grass looks green over there, right? But there is no shape on earth that's as wide and long and high and deep as this particular shape, the God allelogram. But trust that God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit will always fit that exact space in our hearts. And I'm going to say something you might not want to hear. But sometimes the things that we don't want to hear are things that we need to hear. And that is this. When you decide that you are dissatisfied and that the thing that you want to fill it with is the thing that you want to fill it with, that that God-shaped hole, right? The God allelogram. That shaped hole that is in your heart that you want to fill with something else, that is your God at that moment. And if you continue to let it be your God, then it will be your God. And the one true God, right? Jehovah, Yahweh, right? That one true God does not like other gods in place of him. And he may or may not get rid of it for your own protection, right? Because he knows, he knows that you won't be satisfied by that God, by that little, little God, the G, small G, God, right? The thing that you're trying, that wrong peg that you're trying to fit in that hole, it it ain't going to work for you. 
And he's, he might allow you to do it a couple times or a bunch of times and be like, it ain't working, is it? And then he expects you, you know, hey, why don't you learn from that? And if we don't, he might take it away, right? But who are we going to blame? You know, as, as our son couldn't fit those pegs into the, the, the wrong holes, right, of the uh, little shape thingy, he blamed the peg. He blamed the shapes, right? Is that, but... We we all know it wasn't it wasn't that it's not the peg's fault. The peg is the peg. The peg's is shaped the way it is shaped, and the hole is shaped the way it's supposed to be shaped. Can't get mad at the shape and the peg, and I can't get mad at my son, right? Because he didn't know, he didn't know at the time, right? But he started to get it, and he started to not get mad at the the actual shapes the pegs and the holes he didn't get mad at himself either he just like oh whoops it was me the whole time whoopsie and we do that as adults right when can we look at ourselves and be like oh yeah whoopsie i'm sorry god and i'm going to repent for that because it's not satisfying me and i shouldn't get mad at everything else or you i should start looking at myself and be like Maybe I should start being satisfied and content with God and all the gifts he's already given us. And with all this in mind, I want to give you a couple verses to meditate on. There are three of them, and they are, we, we already talked about them throughout the, the episode. But if you have a pen, feel free to write them down. If not, no worries. We're going to put these in the description of this specific episode and on our website once again holyspiritsoapbox.com okay here are the verses jeremiah chapter 17 verses 9 and 10 first timothy chapter 6 verses 6 and 6 through 8 and ephesians chapter 3 verse 18 and then finally i have some questions for you and these questions are really to help you dig deeper into this episode and into your heart and into your relationship with God. Question number one is, what are some shapes that you've been trying to fill the god hole in your heart with? And are you frustrated that these shapes won't fit? Right? I like to camp. I like to hike. I like to run. I like to hang on my wife, my child, uh, our dog. All these are, I, I like, I love these things. I love these things. But is there something or are there things or are there shapes, I put in quotations, that are taking the place of God, right? That are your God, that are things that you focus on more than God. And are you frustrated when these things don't satisfy you? That's question one. Question two, who have you hurt Or who might you be hurting now from your dissatisfaction with these shapes or the frustrations uh, that you have with these shapes not fitting? Who have you hurt? And why and how can you fix it? And finally, question three, what are some steps that you can take to start feeling fully satisfied and content today? Pray about it. Talk to God about it. He wants to talk to you. He wants to hear all these things. He wants to know that you've recognized that there's some shapes that ain't fitting. And he wants to help you solve that. He really does. 
I want to thank you one more time for uh, joining in today. You're such a blessing to to us. Um, and I know God thinks you are beautiful and you are awesome. And he really wants to have this really close relationship with you. So this all in mind, I, I would love to pray for you right now. So if you can bow your heads, um, feel free. If you physically cannot, uh, th- no worries at all. But I will pray over you right now. Dear God, I want you to look deep in our hearts. I'll be perfectly honest to let you know that these specific things are taking your place in my heart and have not satisfied me. I will trust that you will provide everything that we need and will hold on to your promises of eternal life through Jesus Christ. Please forgive us for putting other things on earth before you as we continue to deepen our relationship with you. We thank you so much for all the things given to us and taken away and pray and ask these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen.